This is the Byron Bledsoe Podcast, Senior Pastor of C3 Church in Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for checking out today's message. We hope this word encourages you and inspires you. Let's jump into the message. Hey, welcome to C3 Online, and thank you uh, for letting me come into your home for just a few moments. Uh, from my home to your home, from my heart to your heart, I want to share a few thoughts this morning, just a couple of verses that have really been uh, encouraging to me as we're walking through this season because we're living in a world that's changing day by day, sometimes hour by hour as we hear new information that comes out. And I was thinking about that and thinking about the burden, kind of the weight that we all feel, often the weight of the unknown. And I thought about the fact that all of us have one thing in common. It, it's true for you. It's true for me. It's true for everyone we know. All of us share this one thing and it is this. At the moment this life is over, the moment we take our last breath, all of us lose 21 grams of weight. 21 grams. We become 21 grams lighter at the moment of death, the moment our soul exits our body. The, the soul, the real you, is just 21 grams. It's, it's the weight of a hummingbird. Not the you that we see, not the you that we interact with, but the real you, who you are deep inside, the, the you that doubts, the you that has questions, the you that feels fear, sometimes fear of the unknown and where is all this going and what's it going to look like when, we, when it's over. The core of who you are, 21 grams, carries every burden, every question, every fear, every concern. 21 grams carries all of that weight. I read some time ago that the strongest creature is an ant. The strongest creature God created is an ant. An ant can actually carry 50 times its weight. It would be like if a grown man could carry a Volkswagen Beetle on his back with five adults inside. Now, you're no ant and neither am I, but sometimes in this season we feel the weight of the world on us and it's emotional and it's mental and it affects us physically. It impacts all of our lives, but you, the real you, just 21 grams, is carrying all of that. And in the midst of that, there's this question that we ask, and, and maybe we don't ask it in these words, but we feel it, and it is this. What do you do when you don't know what to do? And then there's a deeper question. What do you do when there's nothing you can do? The 21 grams is trying to navigate something that we've never been through before. And you might be thinking things like, what do I do now? Or what will my life look like on the other side of this? Will I be able to pull out of this financially and be okay? Will I still have a job? Or some of you I've heard from, you've, you've been laid off and you're thinking, will I have a job to go back to or will I be able to find another job? Will someone I love get this virus, get, get sick? Or, or what about my kids? How do I make sure they get a good education when, when they're having to learn from home, distance learning? And by the way, teachers, administrators, man, we, we are praying for you. Teachers, you're on the front lines of what's happening right now. And moms and dads, uh, trying to make sure your kids get a good education at home. It is a stressful time. Uh, are my kids gonna be okay? What about the socialization? They miss their friends. And, and we feel this heaviness. And we wonder, will life ever be the same again? And there's a, 
there's a passage in Scripture when we feel all that and we're thinking, what do we do with all that? There are three verses in Matthew that I think really speak to where we are. And they've been comforting to me. I think they'll be comforting to you because here's what we know. Our God is a big God. And we're going to get through this. We don't know what it will look like. We don't know moment by moment, day by day, what it's going to be. But we do know we're going to get through it because of who God is. So what do we hold on to in the meantime? I think it's Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, it's interesting. He says, come to me. He doesn't say, um, come to do better. He doesn't say, come to religion. He says, come to me. He's saying, I as a person as am the solution to the burden that you're feeling and carrying. Come to me. See, when we place our trust in Jesus, we step into what he's able to do in our lives and through our lives. So he says, come to me, all you who are weary. Are you weary? I mean, has, has the weight of this, I've talked to so many people that aren't sleeping well or that just wake up feeling tired because of the level of emotional stress that we're all dealing with the burden, the weight of what we're facing. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that word rest in that passage literally speaks of a kind of deep inner peace, a peace that can reside in our lives no matter what we're walking through. See, peace has no problem living at the same address as fear, confusion, questions, and doubt. Peace has no problem residing at that same address. And when we come to Jesus, peace will be bigger than everything else at that address. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Rest doesn't come to us because our problems have faded away. Rest comes to us simply because of the certainty of who God is in our lives. Jesus says, come to me. It's deeply personal. Then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Now, the yoke is that attachment that an oxen would go into and it would be attached to another ox and the two together would move in the same direction and one would guide the other. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Hey, in these days, in what we're walking through, Jesus wants to be, yes, our savior, but also our guide through this. We call ourselves, those of us that have faith in Christ, Christ followers. It means he's our guide, he's leading us. And this verse speaks to the reality. He's saying, hey, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Let me lead you through this. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Then he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, why would he make such a statement? My yoke, specifically his yoke is easy. What it speaks to is the reality that you and I are attached to something as we're navigating these days. In day-to-day -day life, something guides you in life. Something is leading you through your days as you process the reality of what's going on. And it's true all the time. Something guides you through your marriage. Something guides you through your friendships. Something guides you, kind of sets the course for your parenting. Something guides you in how you handle your finances. Jesus is saying, for my yoke, if you attach yourself to me, is easy because you're attached to something. For some people in this season, their yoke is worry. Worry is what's guiding them. For some, the yoke is confusion. 
And so they feel unstable. For some, it's uncertainty. For some, the yoke, what guides them and what they feel and what they make all the decisions based off of is pain. For some, the yoke is questions. And all of those things, because we're all attached to something, something's guiding us through this. All of those things are unbearably heavy. See, there's some yokes. When we attach our thinking and certain thinking processes, our thought processes, and we think in certain ways as we navigate this time, it actually adds to the burden. When we lean into worry, we tend to worry more. And many of us are worrying about things that we don't even know if they're going to happen or not. But you feel attached to that and connected to that. And that's what's guiding you day by day as you hear the news or you hear different people saying different things of what might happen. And it creates a heavier burden that you have to live with. Jesus is saying in this verse, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If, if you attach yourself to me, if you trust me, I will carry the weight of what you're dealing with and I will lead you through this. I'll take the Volkswagen with the five adults off your back because you're just a hummingbird trying to navigate the weight of the world. Let me carry that. Attach yourself to me. It's why he says, come to me. And then I'm reminded of where scripture says, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Our God has made us this incredible promise. So here's the passage in that context. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, peace. Take my yoke upon you. Connect yourself to me and learn from me. I'll show you how to navigate this in a way that you have peace and you have confidence. And our confidence is in God and who he is and his ability to get us through this. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest, peace for your souls. The real you, the 21 grams that's feeling all of this. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So when we connect ourselves to him, we have the same questions. The questions that I asked when we first started talking this morning, what will my life look like? That question's still there. But when we've attached ourselves to Jesus, while I don't know what my life will look like, he knows. He's the God that's already been into the future. He knows what it's going to look like and he's prepared to guide me into the life he's created me to live. Will I be able to pull out of this financially? I, I don't know that I can, but I know God can and God can through me. So when I'm attached to Jesus and I'm letting him be my guide, I'm going to be OK financially. Ultimately, doesn't mean there won't be some bumps in the road along the way, but I continue to trust him and he's going to make it OK. Will I still have a job? Will I be able to find a job? Our God is a big job, big God. He provides a way. He'll open those doors. I can trust him. He is our provider. He is our protector. Will someone I love get sick? I have no idea, but God knows. And God is the great healer. The Bible says he's the great physician. God has the ability to do in our lives beyond what we can do. He can handle things that we can't. He can resolve and fix things that we're not able to. God is able to handle all of that. What about my kids' education? What about their socialization? What do I do with that? That question's still there when I attach myself to Jesus, but the reality is God is the one who loves our kids even more than we do. He's the one that will give us his strength and his wisdom on how to navigate these uncertain days, how to give our kids the best. God is the one that built our kids to be incredibly resilient. Our kids adapt to new scenarios and new situations. Some that takes longer than others, but our kids are able to do that. And what our kids need right now more than anything else is a mom and a dad who, even though there are questions, even though there are doubts, even though we're living in uncertainty, 
a mom and a dad who are taking Jesus' invitation to come to him and relying on him because we're weary and we're burdened and he'll give us rest. He'll, he'll be gentle and humble in heart and we'll find rest for our souls and we take his yoke and we let him guide us through this. What will life look like on the other side of this? Will it be the same? I hope not. I hope we take advantage of this season when we're able to spend more time with family. I hope we keep that with us and we become more intentional about connecting with family. I hope it won't be the same in how we let busyness rule our lives so often and we allow friendships to fade and we disconnect and we, we casually catch up from time to time. I hope we will value people and relationships more than we ever have. And I hope that we'll understand through this and on the other side of this that while we really control nothing, we have a loving God, the creator of the universe, that loves us deeply and can handle everything. And he invites us to come to him. I hope there's a pattern created in your life and my life where we take him up on that daily. And more often we come to him, more often we let him guide us. This is all a reminder of how fragile life really is. The reality is you need God and I need God. We're not invited to come to a religion. We're invited to come to the person of Jesus and who he is. He as a person is the solution to the burdens that we feel in this season. So if you're with us online today and you've never committed your life to Christ, maybe you've tried to be more religious and intensifying the religion in our lives doesn't decrease the burden, it adds to it. It's a list of, of more things we're supposed to do. If you've never come to Christ, if you've never committed your life to Christ, he's inviting you to come. I'd love to lead you in a very simple prayer. A prayer of saying, hey Jesus, I'm inviting you to come into my life. You said come to you, I'm coming to you. I, I say yes to your invitation. And it's not a magical prayer. In this prayer, it's, it's kind of like when a pastor or minister does a wedding. He leads the husband and the wife in the vows that they want to express to each other. But when the wedding is over, those two people are not married to the minister. They're married to each other. In the same way, I simply want to guide you through a prayer of what you want to express to God if you're ready to come to him. If you look around and see in all this, man, I, I need God in my life. I, I want to change. I want to be different. I want the burdens lifted, but I want the spirit of God living inside me to help me navigate this, to be the best man, the best woman the best husband, the best wife, uh, the best parent, the best student, the best child, to be who God created me to be. I wanna be that person. If that's where you are, I wanna invite you to pray this very simple prayer. And you can pray it out loud or you can pray it in the quietness of your heart. The Bible says in Matthew chapter six that Jesus knows even our thoughts. So just pray this prayer. Dear God, I know I need you. Jesus, I invite you to come into my life Forgive me of my sin and help me to live for you. Thank you so much for loving me. Thank you that before I was even born, you, you wrote these words, you inspired these words that would encourage me to remind me that you're my guide. I wanna be attached to you. Thank you for taking the burdens of life 
and carrying them for me as I trust you moment by moment and day by day. In Jesus' name, amen.